Hey, Healthyish listeners, thanks for tuning in. You know this is a Friday app, and that means that Ash Austin joins me. She's our digital editor from Body and Soul, and of course I'm the host of Felicity Harley. She's in the hot seat, we're back in the studio, and we are talking about the three hottest health and wellness topics of the week. Ash, welcome back. Welcome back. Another week, another episode of Healthy-ish. Just happy to be here. Yeah, it's nice to be. Nice that you're here. Absolutely. Nice for you to be here. So what's going on? What's going down in uh, body and soul news this week? Yeah, so the past few weeks I've really been struggling with sleep since daylight savings kicked in. If you are in one of the states that has daylight savings, maybe you're in the same boat. And you'll be interested in this one because it's a story we ran around the best foods to eat for a good night's sleep. So aside from the regular culprits that cause damage to our sleeping patterns, like, you know, going on our phone before we fall asleep, guilty. Yes. uh, Your quality of sleep could also be impacted by the food that we eat or we aren't eating. So I know myself, sometimes it gets to dinner time and I don't need something, so I'll have a snack or something small, but then I'll wake up in the night hungry mm-hmm. and it didn't it wasn't enough of a meal to lull me into that full slumber so you know what that always happens to me after I have Thai food really yes I'm always hungry in the middle of the night I wonder if it's because a lot of it's like refined carbs it's not those sort of whole grainy carbs that maybe keep but I love Thai yeah who doesn't and then I'm always hungry after it weird in the middle of the night or early morning Well, if you have that too and you have any advice on why. tell me. Carry on. The first piece of advice was actually to take a vitamin D supplement, which was interesting. So there's growing evidence that vitamin D is involved in sleep regulation and low levels are associated with poorer sleep quality and duration. So I thought that was quite interesting, Mm. especially coming out of winter when maybe some of our levels of vitamin D are quite low because we haven't been spending much time out in the sun. And the second, your nana was right, a glass of milk before bed can help you nod off. So milk is a source of tryptophan, an amino acid that's believed to have sedative effects. Also, it's quite nice and nostalgic when you have a cup of milk before bed. Yeah, although it makes me go to the toilet. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I don't have my final cup of tea too late before bed. And one I think we can all get behind, add some carbs to your meal. So experts have found eating a carb-rich meal, such as a dish with wholemeal pasta or rice, a couple of hours before bed can help people sleep well. So we've got the full roundup on the website, but I thought it was really interesting that we often think about our phone and mm. different factors, but we don't often think about our diet when it comes to our sleep. And I think the time of eating you know, mm. that's, that comes up a lot now, especially from es- experts on this podcast, is that, and I've noticed this actually, where I used to eat a lot later, before, like 8, 8 p.m. Yeah, after you put the kids to bed, everything yes. was done, you can but sit down. But now we eat, we all eat together as a family about 6.30. Yeah. Mind you, you do get hungry about 10 and have to push past that or have something, yogurt or something. snack. Yes. But I think the timing of eating can wreak havoc on your sleep as well. Absolutely. There are so many different factors that play into it, Mm. but have something is Mm. the advice. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about this US study that came out about food prescriptions. Mm, Not at the chemist. Not at the chemist, from your doctor. Actually, interestingly, I know that in Britain particularly, they give nature prescriptions where you have to go outside 
and you know submerge submerge yourself in nature for mental health. I love that though. Oh, yeah. I love those. Well, awesome. Now in the US, there's actually food prescriptions. So a new US study published in Circulation, Cardiovascular Quality and Outcomes, a journal by that name. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I read I. Caveat that. <laughs> Caveat that. <laughs> so you know it's expert backed here exactly, on healthy. Exactly. It has and now it, this this study particularly focused on people with diabetes, hypertension, and obesity, and basically their health improved, their markers improved when they got access to free fruit and vegetables with a prescription mm. from their doctor and other health professionals. Wow. So and this was particularly in low socioeconomic areas. Yep. Um, so many, what I, I thought this was interesting. So many U.S. healthcare providers have been experimenting, obviously, with the food is medicine programs, which provide free healthy food to patients, sometimes for a year or more. So this, um, they let patients with diet related illnesses get apples, broccoli, berries, cucumber, and other kinds of fruit and veggies for free. Basically, what they do is give them a card or a voucher. They mm-hmm. can go to a participating grocery store or farmers markets. They tend to receive around 65 US dollars a month for four to 10 months and basically fresh fruit and veggies. That's great. And I think it's wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. It has such a knock on effect to your diet. Absolutely. And I, I suppose, you know, as a listener, this is probably not relevant to you, but I think for me, you know, we're, we're so privileged, so many of us to have, be able to afford fresh fruit and veg- veggies. But I love talking about and raising awareness for people who can't afford this and especially yeah. with the cost of living. And I think this is a fabulous program. Um, so, you know, many of these people who took part in this, there was 4,000 participants in this study um, and many experienced food insecurity, not having enough food to meet basic needs or lead a healthy mm. life. So I think the takeaway for this for all of us, whether we can afford fresh fruit or veggies or, you know, we're week to week with our spending, is just it's important to try and get, you know, the well-recommended five servings of vegetables and two servings of fruit every day. Yeah. The colour, the more colour the better and just focusing on as much fresh and unprocessed food as possible. And I always try and have some veggies at breakfast. It's the easiest yes. way to tick some off. Get one or two in there at breakfast because otherwise if you wait till lunch, it's too hard mm. and then we fall off. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And have you have your leftovers for breakfast. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Anyway, most click story of the week, far yeah. away. Body and soul readers, healthy-ish listeners, you guys love astrology. You love horoscopes. And our most click story of the week is around the star signs most likely to cheat. That turns okay. out, yes. What is it? Yes. Okay. So I'm not going to fully give it away, but I am saying if you're with a Taurus or a Cancer, I definitely, I, I would definitely recommend reading the article. Okay. Yes. So while not every star sign is, you know, predisposed to stray, some are. Hmm. That's all I'm going to say. But yes, Taurus and Cancer. Watch out. I would just I would just check in there. I think that may be my husband. Uh oh. But he's a great guy. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Ash, nice to see you. You too. Bye guys. Hey, if you do want to read more about any of those, I will leave links to those stories in the show notes. If you have an idea, something that we can talk about, make sure you DM me at Felicity Halley on Instagram or via the body and soul social media channels. 
anything else, just jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au. Follow us on socials, grab our print edition, which is out in your local Sunday paper. And finally, or most importantly, in my eyes, is for you to rate and review this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to it as well. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from.